Hello, everyone. <laughs> On today's episode, we're going to be talking about social cues or people's lack of social cues or <laughs> not being able to read people's social cues. So basically, social cues are just a form of communication that helps people read and react others' expressions appropriately. Like body and, language and stuff? Yeah, so they include um, body language, tone of voice, personal space, and boundaries. <laughs> so, you know this is going to get exciting because, fuck, there are people <laughs> that just miss the mark. And I also, we are going to also discuss, um, there's two types of groups that I'm very familiar with that they can't understand social cues like people who have autism or social anxiety but that's something different i'm talking about like people are just fucking rude so <laughs> let's get into it <laughs> i love it yeah um is there okay first we'll kind of go through the four types of social cues there's facial expression body language tone of voice and personal space the first one is facial expression and the i one know you can't control yeah i <laughs> you're really the worst use, at this i'm the worst at this like i use my face for everything and people should be thankful because if i was using my voice they would cry and it's it shocks me how people can't read facial expressions and also are or like sarcasm and stuff like that too but that's for a tone of voice i'll be later but facial expressions is there any type of social cues that you wish that people would understand? Like, I'm not good with facial expressions. Like, you can tell when so the main ones when someone's angry, when they're happy. Um, like you don't know strangers when you're interacting with them. Do you know what I mean? Like, so I feel you have to encompass more than one to understand where they're really coming from. Mm hmm. Do you because like talking to people who are very expressive in their facial expressions or more? I flat? don't mind it. Like yeah. I, it, it, it's usually the first indication of how they're feeling. Yeah. Because typically I only deal with people who are pissed off. Yeah. So my first go-to is not necessarily their face, but if they're frowning and they're coming up, you know, yeah, you know, with almost a unibrow because they're, you can tell they're pissed you know they're mm -hmm. angry um i go more off how they're talking to me and okay. their body language so i use more of those two than i do because some people are just angry all the time so i'm like maybe this is how you go around the world mm. yeah that's fair <sighs> i love people who use facial expressions i love it I love the Jim Carrey's of the world, the Robin Williams. Oh, yeah. yeah. It just makes conversations with them very more enjoyable, I would like to say. Yeah. <laughs> um, how do you teach kids about social cues? Do you find like kids don't know how to read or do you think they do know how to read facial expressions really well? Maybe some. Mm -hmm. Um I think they can like kids are quite simple, like they're mm -hmm. the happy, the sad, the you know, tired, those are their main 
I think they're more physical as well. Yeah. 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 Hmm. I it, I think I don't know teaching them social cues is hard especially when it comes to just focusing on one area which is your face <laughs> although it can be very expressive. Mm -hmm. Um like I don't I don't think I have a very expressive face. Like, you don't. No. I I can't that's why I got no wrinkles girl. Smooth yeah. like a baby. Well, um, neither do I, so I mean, we're not going to point out why. <laughs> <laughs> and no, I don't get Botox. I can't afford it. Exactly. I, I think we cleared that up in the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, like, I, I, I've seen you be very expressive. But with your face, like I don't know how you do it. I can't contort my face very well, yeah. so <laughs> I don't know. It's a gift, so it is a gift. You've been practicing for many a year. For many years, I've had to deal with a lot of fucking stupid people. There. Um, <laughs> okay, so next one: body language. Do you know the most common forms of social cues for body language? Um, I probably don't know them, but I've probably seen them. Clenched fists. What does that mean? You're about to pound the counter and tell me yeah. that something is wrong. <laughs> Slumped shoulders. I don't know. What does that mean? Sad, girl. Oh, my God. You oh, don't have social does cues. It? You no, can't like, I can. Okay. See, my shoulders are always slumped, but I ain't fucking walking around sad. Oh, that's I just true. don't. I have terrible posture. That's all. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me now. <laughs> what else what's another body language one? Oh, that one's also physical proximity and i know like for dating and stuff like that do you like people in your space never ew it's like stand back i can hear you from here yeah and when like you people... do not need to encroach <laughs> what's, the, away. what's the distance that someone should always be standing away from you i, I feel like an arm's me, length like arm's length yeah yeah like stand an arm's leg my and dad I'm... is a close talker <laughs> oh god dad Oh, <laughs> and I'm like so move funny. back, and I watch him too, and I watch people step back, and then he steps forward, and I'm just like <laughs> cringe. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah, oh and he God. always like he always says people's names, but he is not very good at social cues. I think because he's just overly friendly and happy. What about people that hug all the time? I think you have to know, like I'm. The funny thing is, when I was at uni, my friends would call me touchophobic because I hated people just touching me. I was like, yeah. none of you need to touch me. You don't need to hug me. I don't like people who don't know me touching me. Mm -hmm. But if I, if we are friends and friendly, oh yeah, I'll take a hug. Um, How about like I, when someone just taps you on the shoulder, like are you anti-touch in general? F with strangers? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, if oh. I don't if I don't know you, don't fucking touch me. Oh damn! Yeah, I don't. So like somebody comes up to you and touches your arm, like, "Hello, how can we help you today? Thank you for joining." Blah blah blah. No, please don't touch me. Yeah, you're a stranger. Oh, but like, if you were to come and do that, I'd be fine with that. Like any okay. one of my friend group people, right? So at what level and or time frame is it okay for someone to touch you? If I can say inappropriate things in front of you and you laugh at it, like I laugh at stuff like that, then we're friends. <laughs> oh, okay. That's that's your measuring point, eh? 
Like, oh, we, we talked about vaginas. She's my friend. Takes, she can touch me. <laughs> it takes a long time for me to get that comfortable with people to have those types of conversations, though. Which is crazy to me because I feel like you work at a very um, customer service front facing Hey, job, like so. I said, everybody is a workplace proximity associate. Doesn't mean they're my friend. No, 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 no. In that they would think that they're your friend and they would just touch you is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. It's happened and I've had to set boundaries. I mean, like, hey, I'm not comfortable with that. And I have no problem saying yeah. that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, hey, shit. I'm sorry. I'm not comfortable with that. Just for next time. Yeah. Like, that, I've, like, that's your one and done. Let's talk about vocal pitch and tone. Are you someone that's very mindful of your voice when you speak to people? Absolutely. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> yeah. My entire life, that's what my mom has said about me. Mm, really? Like, sh- yeah. She's always been like, yo, check your tone. Yeah. And really? I just feel like, yeah, absolutely. And I feel like as I've gotten older, um, I've begun to notice it more. And I've noticed it in the kids. And I'm like, well, you're just mirroring me. And mm-hmm. I don't want you. I would, Like, I want you to be better than me. I don't want you to mirror me. So now I have to set the example. Mirroring so, is actually how you teach kids social cues, actually. Yeah. Do your kids so, be? Do you think your kids behave like you or talk like you? Yeah. Oh, totally. I've watched my nephew even actually like he made a joke, not a joke actually. We were pointing something out, and he's like, "Oh, Auntie, is that blah blah blah?" I was like, "No, that's not it." He's like, "Well, what is it then?" I was like, "Oh." oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "That's." <sighs> a little attitude there but that's totally something i'd be like okay so what is it then is exactly yeah. how i talk yes and when he said it i was like oh yeah like, <laughs> picked up 100%. my attitude yeah the weird thing is how all three of them picked up something different really yeah they're not all the same so they didn't all get the same i don't know Obviously, all kids are different. You're not going to yeah. have two kids that are exactly the same. So how all three of them talk and how they react yeah. is... and But I can see pieces of both of us in them and both of our reactions. And I'm like, all right, we need to fix this shit. This isn't yeah. right. Yeah? Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Okay. Um, did you know... Actually, we'll stick to the tone first since we're talking about it. Um, like the speed of your voice is also a social cue? Oh, yeah. Because when I'm really excited, not only does my pitch go up, I yes. start talking faster. Yeah. And apparently they said that Canadians, how people can kind of tell that they're Canadians, is Canadians always go higher at the end of their sentence and then they go down at the end to tell you, no, that's like should be a social cue that they're trying to tell you that they're done speaking and it's your turn. I just oh. did it right now. <laughs> That's so interesting. Yeah. So you keep your voice really high when you're still talking and uh, speaking. And then when you want the person to continue after your thought, your voice goes down. Oh, wow. Right. Isn't that crazy? I'm actually going to go to work and listen out. for And that listen. Time. And I've actually made it a point after I listened to that <laughs> YouTube video, I was like, huh? And it's true. And we do it a lot. 
Oh. Yeah. And when you ask a question and you want the person to respond, your voice always ends at the end. But it, when if it's just a statement, your voice goes lower. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> this is exciting. I'm I know. Do some experiments, man. <laughs> Oh, I, I I know it's fascinating. Uh, tip of the day, y'all. So if you yeah. want to end a conversation with somebody, just uh, say okay. <laughs> no, which is okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. What do you think? Or yeah, tell me what you think. <laughs> Don't tell me what you think. <laughs> <laughs> tell me what you think. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. But if somebody said that to you like that, it's like, do you actually want to know? Because you don't fucking sound like you want to know. <laughs> Your voice going all deep and everything. Totally. Yeah. I'm just going to go around talking down here now. Exactly. Just, just everything monotone. <laughs> <laughs> and people with <laughs> men with deeper voices are perceived as more attractive, and women with higher voices are seen more attractive. Ew, no, I hate him and women with higher voices. It's so annoying. Have you heard that? Look. Am I doing it right now? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yeah. I'm like, what? I would hate a woman who keeps talking up here. Fuck, that would annoy the shit out of me. Or, or like, or maybe it's softer. Softer voices. I think softer, not yeah. higher. Not higher, softer voices. Yeah. So if I was just talking like this, actually, that makes sense because sex workers have soft voices. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, not sex workers. Phone sex workers. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a deep working sex worker, deep voice sex worker, it's fine. Get your money, <laughs> sir. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> oh, my God. I am just fucking up this episode. <laughs> no, you're not. It's fine. <laughs> oh, um, Another social cue, which is tone or not tone, is like when you're speaking to somebody and you're looking at your phone. That's a huge one in society. That's more of like a pet peeve, but it's a social yeah. cue. That means that the yeah. person is not interested in talking to you or being a part of the conversation. Yeah. And also silence is a big social cue too. <laughs> That's how I want to be all the time. Yeah, but some people can't pick up. They're like, hey, what's up? Is everything okay? Yeah, I just like being silent. Like, yeah, what is the problem? Mm-hmm. But I think silence also kind of shows disinterest. Like, yeah. yo, I'm I don't want to talk about what we're talking about. This is boring. This so is boring. Yeah, I'm gonna go this way. <laughs> so in writing, okay, this is really hard because you can't hey. tell somebody's tone in writing. Exactly, and I My think a lot of things. My favorite thing ever is that Key and Peel sketch. Have you ever seen it? No. Okay. Anyway, they're texting each other. One of them is reading the text very aggressively, while the <laughs> other one is writing them really like, ah, ha, 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 you know, light and lively. Yeah. And like the one reading them aggressively is completely taking it wrong and getting really mad. Yeah. Whereas the other one's like not interpreting that at all. I also know that the way that I write, I write like how I talk and I try not to, but now I just don't care anymore. I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to do it like this. <laughs> Um, I always lie. Your texts, yeah, I could read your tone through my tone through my text all the time. And even when I'm writing on social media, when I'm trying to emphasize a word, I always cap caps it. If I put like "omg" in caps lock, I'm literally saying, "Oh my god!" 
or like I was alone in caps lock means that it's really exciting to me. Caps locks to me means it's exciting or yeah. I'm super pissed. There's a lot of emotion behind it. And I'm in a very <laughs> emotional person. And I, I want people to understand that. <laughs> if I send you a message that's either one word or just nothing, I'm not interested I don't, in can I? That's what I was going to say. Does that mean like you're like, if, to me, even when I read it, I'm like, oh, she doesn't give a shit. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Because I like talking. I love texting. I love writing. <laughs> Yeah. When I'm into the conversation, I'm going to be all about it. But if I'm not, I'm like, yeah, dude, whatever you want to do, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm part of this on the side. I'm the tangent <laughs> of this decision-making <laughs> process. Just do what you want. Oh, shit. I'm here to follow, not to be a part of any decisions. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Can I ask you then, how do you read my texts? Like, what do I, to you? Like your I facial expressions. Like? just like, non-existent no i just i actually just don't like, read your any of your texts with much did you want to blah, 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 blah. is it just like that yeah it like with monotone. a period at the end so there's your voice is going down <laughs> like you're not really asking me i'm just saying like oh this is what she actually wants and i'm going to try and adjust to fit it oh is <laughs> actually how i think okay because also when it comes to someone like you I know your schedule is so tight that when you have made time at a specific time that you're offering, <laughs> you have looked for the, so I try and fit it to yours. And I do that all the time with like my friends that I know have a busy schedule. If I say like, yo, I'm flexible, I'll figure it out. I literally mean, I'm probably working that day, but I'll figure it out. Oh, I, I just, okay. I just need a little bit of time. That's it. But yeah. I would never, if you ever like hey here are some options does this work for you i'm just gonna say yes and i'll make it an option unless it's something like i'm out of town or something that right, i can't right. change yeah. yeah yep okay good to know yeah um another big social cue is fidgeting oh i'm absolutely not a fidgeter i am but it's because oh. i have anxiety Ah, uh, yes that makes yeah. sense so it's just like me needing to do something else with my hands or my thoughts or something right when you see people fidgeting what is your thought about that um <laughs> i'm almost scared to say i'm like yo stop fucking moving like what is wrong with you but yeah. now that you've said that it could be like part of your anxiety and how you ADHD, cope with the thoughts in big your ADHD head thing, yeah. yeah like how you cope with things um yeah while you're ha trying to engage in a conversation with someone, then yeah, that makes sense. Like, yeah, it's it's just a bit distracting for me. Yeah, but it it I don't really care. I don't think I even notice people who fidget. I'm not gonna lie. I do Loads because I see them it. as one of one of us. Oh, one I'm of like, me. Oh, look at you understand. It's really weird because I actually do. Like maybe because I'm thinking that I have a little bit of OCD. Right. Not a little bit, a lot. I start pay attention to stuff that other people do now. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, maybe they have it too. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? I think lately I've noticed other people's anxiety a lot. Like yeah. too much. Like I'm starting to be very aware of more so now than ever than the people around me. And and not from a point of judgment more of a oh man you're like you're going through some stuff 
So I'm gonna. You didn't notice people's anxiety after being friends with me for so long? Bitch, you fucking know that you hide it well and you've hidden it very well for many a years. But I also, although we talk, we actually have never spent a lot of time together other than where we used to work. Think about how much we've actually been out together in the last 15 years. Girl, you don't Think like going it. out. You don't like going out. <laughs> no, that's uh, somewhat true. It's a semi-true statement. I love going out. But like you said, I only have windows of time when I yeah. can go out. And your guys' windows never matched with mine. You guys didn't have kids for the longest time. You lot were out every fucking weekend. I can't just... Where am I supposed to leave them? I don't have any like familial support to be like, hey, you lot stay home with my kids. I'm going to go out. <laughs> I don't have any of that. I know. That's true. Like, these guys worked from 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. <laughs> where is my window to go out? And I worked from 3 to 10 a.m. Yeah. Right? Ew. Yeah. That was how gross Your window my life was. 30 was. minutes. <laughs> Literally, for 10 years, it was 30 minutes. Yeah, that's fair. Now think about that. And I had two kids I was taking care of and two elderly people. No wonder you were so mad all the time. Exactly. I no, was so ex you should be mad. saying exhausted is what I literally thought you were going to say. No, I was mad. And yeah. it was because I was sleep deprived. I seriously don't know how I got through those 10 years. How did we not pick up on this? No, I picked up on those social cues. I was like, she mad. Eh? <laughs> Always. And I feel so bad now that I can reflect back because my kids had like just a mad mom and they didn't know why. Right. Like they don't know why. Hmm. Yeah. So that sucks. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that with me on today's episode about social cues that Jesse didn't pick up on. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, I didn't know you were an anxious person. I didn't know that. And I, I mean, I knew you were mad, but I didn't actually understand the gravity of it and why. I was like, girl, just leave them kids at home. They're like four. <laughs> yeah, with two, like, eight-year-olds. Yeah. And I was like, but your, <laughs> your grandparents can watch them. <laughs> <laughs> and now like having my nephew around all the time and he has a daycare disease like all the time yeah i honestly feel sorry for you parents because fuck yeah it's a lot you commit a lot when you choose to have kids it's, i can see that it's legit a lifelong commitment it never stops it never ends it never will you just have to know that when you're gonna have them but you don't. I, I changed that. my mind. I don't want that hundred thousand. I'm increasing <laughs> it to two hundred thousand because I need to hire a nanny. Yeah. Or a helper. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And that's actually something that I was thinking about too. Like, this conversation has totally gone into a different tangent, but whatever. Yeah. Um, that's just the whole point. <laughs> how much work kids are, but also how a mother is expected to go to work and still do all the house stuff. Yeah. When the kids are sick, it's usually the mom that stays that stays home. Yeah. It eats into your career develop um progression. Absolutely. Like I honestly think if I had No, I know it and, and I'm not saying I'm not looking back with any regret. If I had more support, 
I would be in a very different place career-wise right now. Very yeah. different place. Yeah. But if would it be better? I don't know. Like, would I be more away from my kids yeah. and not had the time that I had with them? That's why I'm saying, like, I don't look back with any regret. I just yeah. look back with the growth that I've had and where I am now and what solutions I can find to even just talk to my kids and explain to them why, you know, I was a different person then. I'm not, I don't want to be that person now. So, yeah. okay, that's you know, fair. we're going to think about life in a different way. In a different way. Right. When we have thoughts like this, we're going to think differently. I wanted to ask you something since this is kind of, well, we're talking about our pet peeve social cues really quickly here. Um, I'll discuss my first one is since I am someone that is very anxious, but I also I'm pretty private in a sense that I tell people what I want them to know, but I won't tell you what I you don't need to know. And so yeah. a lot of people think that I that they have access to me when they don't mm-hmm. because maybe there's a little bit of stuff that they do know about me. but. Do you find it fucking annoying when you're having a conversation with somebody and somebody will come in and stand there and you're like, can you go away? <laughs> that happens all the all time. the time. It is so obnoxious. Get the fuck out of here. Like, and it's not like the people are laughing or something, but you're just having like a deep conversation and the person, the third person will just come <laughs> in and you're like, how are you not picking up on this that you should go away? You know what I've just realized? I think I might even do that. Because, <laughs> because when, like, we have some, we have three massive weddings this year. Three. <laughs> two that are two weeks apart in July and one at the end of August. Man, your summer's always like, monopolized by weddings. <laughs> <laughs> and the, and I feel like when everyone gets together, I want to make sure, like, I've, schmoozed with everyone and so if if i see a little group of people walking i'll just go and stand nearby and be like oh hey guys and i've just realized how fucking annoying that is no when people are laughing and chatting and just be like hey or like if they make eye contact and quickly look away that's your social cue to not join that group but like if they're whispering and they look like they're having an intense conversation no, don't join it. Or be like, oh, hey. I love breaking up a good whisper. Or be like, hey, are you guys, like, are you guys, yes. or just straight up be like, are you guys having a private conversation? And they'll be like, oh no, it's okay, we're done. I'll be like, I'll come back in five minutes and let them finish it. Yeah. We have these little private conversations all the time at work. And I'm like, yo, is everything okay? Because you look upset. And like, yeah. oh, I was just talking about some stuff. I'm like, okay, I'll come back. Because I want that person to be able to be finished their thought and not interrupt. Yeah. But some people, like, do not get it. They're like, oh, what are you guys talking about? I'm like, get away. Yeah. (laughs) And I, you know what? The droppers of eaves. I bet I know you're eavesdropping. Yeah. Go stand five feet away more. (laughs) Clearly, we are talking about something pertinent to her. Exactly. Exactly. And and the weird thing is, like, at work, Mm. everyone knows who I am just because they... They think they know who I am. Yeah. And and there's so many new people. And I'm like, love, just because you know my name, I do not know yours. <laughs> like, you right? gotta fill you gotta fill in the gap here. You gotta fill in the gap here. Oh, I agree and I understand completely. <laughs> um <laughs> What's your pet peeve social cue? 
touching. Some people are like soups touchy. Just just don't touch me. Damn, and, really? Like, keep a distance. You ain't got to stand on top of me. I don't need to feel your breath or smell it. Thank you. My second one that I also hate is when people can't read the room. Especially yes. because I'm someone that's very like in a space where I'm talking about like, okay, we're trying, trying to coupon, we're trying to budget. And someone's like, ugh, my bonus was only $10,000 this year. And I'm just like, or God forgive me for saying this, but I have a friend that's always talking to me and complaining about how her like retirement accounts are not as chunky as they would like it to be, but they're like chunkier than 90% of Canadians. And then she talks about like, oh, fees, the fees that they're probably going to be taking. And I'm like, like, I'm truly just trying to pay my bills this month. I don't have time to be listening to you fucking complain about your retirement account fees. Like, read the room. Read the fucking room. What what's off topic for you? We whether it's with strangers, with friends, with anyone, is there anything that you feel shouldn't be discussed anywhere at any time? Or do you separate them like, all right, I'm comfortable talking with my friends about this, this and this? Oh, okay, here's the thing I want to ask you. People asking about kids. Yeah. Do you want kids, remember? So um right. on Love is Blind when Nick Lachey was asking them, I'm like well, love is blind. It was a topic that came up about having family and kids and you're in a booth. So that's, that is something that you're going to talk about immediately. Mm-hmm. So to me, I'm like, isn't it appropriate? Cause they're literally on a relationship type show and they're trying to do like very typical relationship things, but people are like, don't ask people about like whether they're having kids, they could be suffering from infertility, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But you are not there to, you can't manage what people say, but you can manage how you respond. And be like, I'm not comfortable with this conversation. I don't really want to talk about that. Make fucking people uncomfortable. But yeah. you don't have to just sit there and be upset about something that they ask. If they're asking, like, do you have kids or anything about kids? Just be like, oh, it's not really something I really like talking about in public. And I think that we should be okay saying that. I think so as well. Yeah. So when everybody's freaking out, like, fire her. She shouldn't be asking people about their womb. Like, Okay. Dumb. okay but also if you're on an expedited relationship tv <laughs> show that's a fucking deal breaker for some people that is Do you want kids yes or no yeah. it's simple and if your answer is no and their answer is yes you will never meet in the middle there's you're no meeting in the, in the middle when it comes to having kids yeah you're either a yes or a no, or no. <laughs> having said that some people do change their mind over time and evolve but sometimes it could flip the other way. The yes could become a no and the no could become a yes. Yeah, but clearly but you you're have not them at the suited. same time. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. clearly you're not suited for that decision right now. Yeah. Because a lot of women don't know that they're going to, or men even, don't know that they're going to have fertility problems until they try. When they're trying, exactly. And so for when you asked, is there, is there some conversations that are off limits? Usually no, because I'll just straight up be like, not say anything. If it's something I don't want to talk to about, I'm not going to, I will be like a period in a sentence. Just nothing. I'm just there to listen. They're like, oh, what are your thoughts? I'm like, oh, I don't really have any take on it either way. Done. Yeah. When people want to probe and ash it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I mean, we're thinking about it. (laughs) 
you're not who I want to fucking talk about that with. And so I won't. It's, oh, right. I see. Yes. Because yeah. that's your boundary with that person. That's my boundary with that person. It ends right, right. there. When they ask me something I, I don't want to talk to you about, it, I'm like, oh, yeah, we're not sure. I think, like, the most annoying thing is, like, when you say, I can't have kids, the conversation ends. But when you say, I don't know, I'm thinking about it, they want to tell you, oh, your time is ticking. They want to tell you all the things that oh, you need to God. do to hurry up about it. And I'm just like, mm. I mean, like, why are you doing this? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't ask. Mm-hmm. I can't and I don't want to. Like, I'm not allowed to have a choice. and be like, I don't want kids. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah. And it I think it's harder it's hard for all people involved in situations like that. Because yeah. even like your partner gets really uncomfortable and they don't know how to respond or how much yeah. you want to share or how much they should share with their friends, you know? Yeah. And what about when people ask you like, yeah, what does your partner do? Why the fuck is why what does that have to do with anything? Yeah. But even like, what do you do? Like, I work. I work. That's it. End of story. Yeah, I'm like, you guys don't want to ask about people's like fertility, and but you want to know exactly what my job is and what I do. Why? What does that have to do with what we're doing right now? Unless this is a work meeting. (laughs) Yes. What does that have to do with anything? Yeah. I feel. I think. Okay, here's the thing. Socializing has evolved over time and I feel like people use that as an icebreaker more than anything find another one because they don't have the skills or the social development to ask any other questions yeah it always starts with oh the weather's good or it's sure it's cold out no fucking shit Sherlock Holmes we just both came from there you know what I mean yeah. Have you seen any good movies on TV? Have you been anywhere lately? What's your favorite spot in the city? Like, you can learn a mm. lot by a person by what they watch, what they don't watch, any music. Yeah. I always go, my go-to is, have you seen anything good in the movie theaters or on TV lately? Yeah. Like, well, oh, really other people TV. would... Are you reading anything right now? They do one yeah. of the three. Oh, favorite absolutely. Artists. Yeah. <laughs> and if they don't, then I could just then it helps me know that this <laughs> you're boring af yeah. i'm gonna go talk to this person over here yeah i'm like oh that sucks <laughs> okay well you have a great time at this party bye <laughs> <laughs> uh, right do you know what i mean like it just helps you kind of like know a person's interests but their okay. job is not a reflection of like their interests. i have usually. a question yeah i have a question do you go to a lot of places where you're in a room of people you don't know? Like, do you attend a lot of parties? Yes. But I'm like an expert socializer. Which surprises the fuck out of me because you're such an introvert. Yeah, but you're my... an introvert social. Social I, introvert. Yes, I can make everybody think that we're best friends. And my girlfriend at work said that to me. She's like, how do you fucking know everyone? I'm like, I don't know anybody here. And she's like, why are you laughing with them like that? I'm like, something was funny. Like, <laughs> I enjoy conversation, but I also enjoy my own time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
maybe it's because I and I feel like you're the same way. We've both worked in customer service for a long time. Yeah. You yeah. just know how to relate to people. And I have a fantastic I, rapport with rapport. people. Yeah, you, you I have uh, no desire to go out and hang out with anybody. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's because it's exhausting, first of all. But it's yeah. also a very um magical transferable skill that will take you to a lot of places and i think that mm-hmm. people take a, it's a soft skill that people take for granted being able to just um develop conversation with people and that's a part of sales too right you make yeah. the person feel special and important when someone tells you like oh yeah my favorite thing to do is to go fishing i don't fucking know shit about fishing but i'm like oh my god what's the biggest thing you've caught then it makes yeah. it seem like, oh my gosh, she's interested in what I'm talking about. When I really don't fucking care. Can I tell you the funniest thing when it comes to talking about food and stuff? Yeah. Like, obviously, I know a little bit about food. Yeah. But when people are talking about, like, meals and stuff, and then they're always like, oh, they're like, oh my God, what's your favorite type of blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm a vegetarian. I don't eat any of that. They're like, What? And I feel like for them, they instantly stop relating to me as if I don't eat anything. Because they can't, they literally can't fathom someone that doesn't eat meat and they don't know. I'm like, I don't, but everyone in my house does. It's just me. My favorite thing is like, every time I go to a restaurant, I actually look for like a vegetarian. I'm like, I can bring Sandeep here. And I was like, I am coming to eat with her. Fuck that shit. I know. I know. I almost wish you would take Harry out to eat. That poor guy, like, he loves food, but he don't go to restaurants because of me. I actually want and, to and go with Harry always, because my husband doesn't want to eat anything. And I've always said to him, I'm like, yo, go make your friends. Like, go out to eat. Don't let me hold you back. Tell Harry that I want to pick his brain about business. He's like, I'm not trying to talk to you, girl. Social cues. <laughs> We're here to eat. Just <laughs> No, I'm going to tell you right now. He would love that. That would be his ultimate dream. Oh my gosh. I'm like, I and I know the best bossy because that's literally my jam. Oh. Oh, he would fucking love it. Yeah. Hopefully we can get sponsored for this, but there's something called Brewery and the Beast coming up. I don't know if Harry wants to go to that with me. <laughs> Probably. It's like the 50 of the world's of I don't know if it's the world of top Canadian chefs. And <gasps> all of the meat is cooked with fire and it's also for beer yeah that sounds like heaven to him i know literally what his heaven would look like yeah and that's the theme for it so it's in vancouver um calgary and i want to say toronto but i'm not 100 percent sure if it's in toronto i actually want to go to the toronto one but that was going to be my birthday gift to myself this year is buy tickets to brew in the beast oh my god Uh, let me know how much they are (laughs) Oh, it's Vancouver, Victoria, and and your tickets. It's like one twenty, but your ticket is inclusive of all the food and drinks. Oh, so you, yeah. oh, you're just walking in there and eating and drinking. Yeah, <gasps> it's a buffet. Oh my god, just for one twenty? <laughs> That's cheap. I know. <laughs> oh, and Can... they, they highlighted that it wouldn't be. They're not sample size drinks. They're full size. They're like just so you know, everything's full size. <gasps> wow. I'm gonna send it to you yeah please do well no i'm gonna send it to harry but <laughs> and harry if you don't want to go with me just send me a nice social cue i will <laughs> he's just gonna text you a period back there yeah you go. no he's gonna be like thanks 
probably oh, he's just gonna say okay <laughs> not even okay k <laughs> yeah but you're like k you want to go okay you don't oh, want to no, go no. i can read that fine <laughs> i can read that fine mine if no. i really want the thing i would put an emoji that means i'm you got me fucked up we doing it <laughs> I'll have like a oh, drool shit. emoji or the two hands going like this. That means like, yeah, yeah, yeah it's official. <laughs> Fair enough. If anybody else wants to join me to um, Brewing and the Beast, just uh, message the Tangent Trio on our any of our <laughs> socials. And for the people that don't get it, um, that's my song of the week, Little Wayne, and that's for you, okay? <laughs> All you vegans do not apply. <laughs> Oh, you're so cruel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my song of the week is The Doors, People Are Strange. Because I find... But the funny thing is, the weirder you are, probably the more I would want to hang out with you. I yeah. kind of... I like those weirdos. Probably. I feel... <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for listening to this week's episode. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can always follow us on social media or email thetangenttrio at gmail.com. And thanks again for listening and have a great week. 